Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for so much for joining me today. Hope you're having a great day. Today, I want to continue a conversation along the lines of training. And I came across an article that I said, hmm, I think my uh, my listeners might be interested in this one. Now, if you're a manager or a coach, this podcast is for you. Uh, if you're not, well, why don't you listen in? It might be interesting anyway. All right. So I came across this article by Tamara Schenk, right? Tamara Schenk. And the title of the article is, Sales Coaching is Finally Moving in the Right Direction. Sales Coaching is Finally Heading, rather, in the Right Direction. Now, so I, the reason that article caught my attention is I've always been this advocate, this, this disciple about we need to manage better, we need to coach sales people better. You know, too often we give them a business card, we give them a territory, we give them a quota and say, go sell, right? And we have some kind of little bitty training that we throw at them and that's it. And when these salespeople go out there and they don't hit their number, guess what? We blame them instead of blaming ourselves. Uh, there was a study, and I can't remember who, and I apologize for this, but I can't remember who did the study. But they've been tracking it year over year, and I'll, I'll get the information in my next podcast. But every year, the number of people achieving quota continues to decline. In other words, and the last number I saw was 51% of salespeople achieve their quota, I think was the number. In other words, 50% of people don't achieve their sales quota. 50%, five, zero. And I suspect that if we were to kind of zoom in on some of that 51% or 50% data, guess what we're going to find? That some salespeople weren't properly trained. They were just, again, given a card, given a territory, given a quota, said, go sell something. And so the reason I, this article caught my attention, because I'm glad to hear, super glad to hear that sales coaching is finally heading in the right direction, as according to Tamara Schenk. Now, here's some information she shared that I thought, and based on this study, that I thought was really interesting. And so let me just kind of just set this up. And again, this is information came from, I think, in conjunction with Miller-Hyman Group, right? So again, CSO Insight, Miller-Hyman Group, here's the information. They want to look at, you know, what are the win rates? What are the win rates, in other words, closing deals, you know, of forecasted deals when a coaching approach was taken? In other words, what coaching approach works the best? And they highlighted four coaching approaches. And you're very familiar probably with at least three of these. The first one, we'll call that level four. It's the lowest level of training, which is random training. In other words, random means what the word implies, random, right? In other words, there's no formal structure. You know, uh, it's basically ad hoc, and it's random, right? It's hit or miss, win or lose. And what they found is that a sales coaching with this approach had a win rate for forecasted deals of 43.6%. So in simple terms, random approach to sales coaching win rate of forecasted deal was 43.6%. The next level, let's call that level three, moving up, is informal. In other words, you know, there's there's some training, but it's very informal. For example, it could be like ride-alongs or, you know, the four-legged calls, right? Somebody goes with you on a sales call, very informal, and maybe after the meeting, you have a debrief, you know, with the, with the actual salesperson. It's very informal. When they looked at those numbers, the win rates for forecasted deal was 
50%, 50.9 to be exact, almost 51%. So from random to informal, you go from 43 to let's say 51. That's almost a 10 point jump, right? If I'm rounding numbers here. But the next level up, level number two, is a formal sales process. And again, the win rates for forecasted deals with formal sales training programs was 58.8. Let's just call that 60%, right? 58.8%. Now, here's what's interesting, that if you look at random, that's at 43. And then if we just go to formal, from random to formal, there's almost a 17 to 18 point spread. 18% deals won. Now, what would, let's just call it 20, what would 20% more deals mean to your company? So going from random to formal, you're going to win 20% more deals. Now, that information by itself should compel you, should compel any organization to actually utilize training and coaching. But yet, 70%, if you want to be accurate, according to the study, 69.7% of organizations focus on random and informal training. They have no formal training process. 70%, let that hit bottom with you, that 70% of companies don't have a formal sales process. And they're losing on average, based on these numbers, 20% more deals. I mean, think about that. What would that mean to a company who's, who's moving from survival mode to thriving mode, from surviving to thriving? What would that shift be with 20%? I'm sure we'll move out of surviving to thriving if we can close more deals. So the question is, why don't more companies have coaching programs? More on that later. Let's get back to the study here. So there were three levels, four levels rather. Random, which is the lowest level. Second tier up was informal. Tier two was formal, right? And then the top tier, let's call that tier number one, is dynamic coaching. Now, what is dynamic coaching? Dynamic coaching really is a process where you're basically measuring, adjusting. You're looking at the tools that you give the salespeople, right? And what tools are best, and then change them out when you don't need them or they're not working. Also, dynamic means that you're feeding back results into the system. What do I mean by that? If you're using certain processes and you realize that it's not gaining traction, it's not working, maybe some of the presentation tools are not working, you make the adjustments. You don't wait to the end of the year when you have your annual sales meeting, you make the adjustments, whatever the period may be, right? So that's it, a dynamic sales coaching program. If you went with a dynamic sales coaching program, again, that's the top level, dynamic sales coaching program, the win rates for forecasted deals are at 66.1%. 66.1%. So let's go through all four, and I'm starting from the top to the bottom. Top level, the highest level of, call it, let's say, sales actualization in sales coaching is dynamic. Next down, formal. Next down is informal. And the lowest rung is random. And again, if you just look at the two extremes, random being basically no training, just throw them out there, the close rates at 43.6. The highest level, dynamic, is 66. 43, 66. I'm rounding off, but that's a 23% spread. 23% spread. And again, I ask you the question, if 20% or 23% close rates 
could now be done by your company, how would that impact your business? If you're a salesperson, how would that impact your quota? And see, this is why I always tell salespeople, if a company doesn't have a sales training program, take responsibility and create your own. Let me say that again. If you're a salesperson and your company doesn't offer training, create your own process, and then what I would do is take that process back to the company and say, here's what I'm doing. Now, before you go back, implement your process, figure out how it works, and once you get it to work your way, hey, share it back with the company so everybody can be successful. I know you want to be the only superstar, but there's nothing wrong with sharing so that everybody wins. But as I always say, never wait for a company to train you. As a salesperson, to me, you're like a small business unit. You take personal responsibility for everything you do and everything you sell and how you sell. Don't wait for others to do it for you. So again, keep these numbers in mind. Having a sales training program, that's effective. That's dynamic. First of all, having one that's formalized and then making it dynamic will make you and your company more money. That's that's it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my online sales training platform, the Sales Mastery Academy. Over 25 courses, 300 plus videos, my 12 books, and my new book coming out, Sales Ex Machina, How Artificial Intelligence is Changing the World of Selling. Now, all these are available at the salesmasteryacademy.us. Sales Mastery academy.us so if you're serious about increasing your sales ability go there lastly I want to thank you for listening this is Victor Antonio always reminding you selling ain't hard when you know how take care hi I'm Victor Antonio I'm an author sales trainer and keynote speaker I'm often asked what makes a great speaker is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes, but the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.